0: Hey, hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Moments with Darrow, where I hope to encourage you, inspire you, and uplift you. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation with a beloved educator, minister, certified Seven Habits of Highly Effective People trainer, a keynote speaker who has inspired and led many, especially as an educator. As a certified Master Life Coach, She has devised a system to help others to effectively start and finish their visions in the Amazon bestseller and number one new release workbook, Embracing Genesis, a guide to move you from vision to reality. Welcome onto the show, Davina.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Um, I'm looking forward to our conversation today. So what would you say is your earliest childhood memory? Oh, that is such a great question. Um, I would say growing up, my earliest childhood memory would be with my grandfather. Um, he's no longer with us, so rest in peace to my grandfather, David Telsey. But I remember farming with him and he will walk around in the garden and he will use the um, like a stick and he will hit the ground to create a hole and i will go behind him and i will add the seeds in the hole that he created and he will come back and he will cover it up and i don't know why that's my earliest memory but when you ask me that's the first thing i thought of is just being a little girl outside farming with my grandfather
0: that is really beautiful you know planting seeds and For me, the one thing that has stood out for me listening to that is, you know, as we are trying to birth our visions and live out purpose, it all starts out with a seed.
1: So Mm, can you
0: tell us why most people struggle with the fact that everything that we desire
1: to achieve starts out with a seed? You know... The reason why so many people struggle with the seed concept is let's go um, with the natural birth and process, right? And so when a woman conceives, when she conceives, it's when the egg meets up with the freshly released sperm or sperm that's been there for a couple of days, right? But in that conception period, that's first fertilization. And so you have this seed, which will be the sperm, but it has to connect with the egg. And so when we talk about visions, we're talking about your seed being this concept, the idea of your vision, but how your vision becomes fertilized, how we fertilize that seed is with belief. And so many seeds don't produce, so many visions don't produce because we fail to believe. We don't have the belief systems in place. And that's why we're not producing anything from our seeds. That's why we don't see our seeds developing. That's why we don't see them growing. Because we're not fertilizing that seed with belief. Well said. Belief, belief. So what would
0: you say someone can do to build their belief
1: system so that that they are building towards their vision? That is so good. I would, the first thing is you got to get rid of your limiting belief systems. And so one of the things that we really struggle with is doubt. And to overcome doubt, there's a saying, and someone said this to me last year, and he said, your actions must be quicker than your inner critic. Your actions must be quicker than your inner critic. And so we can get to a place that we move faster than our self-doubt. We move faster than being overwhelmed. We move faster than our perfectionism. You know, if we move faster than all of these things that are negative belief systems and things that cause us not to move, then we can see our seeds produced. We can see our visions birthed. We can get to a place that we can realize our dreams and live what we consider our best lives.
0: So for you to realize that you had to move past doubt to build your belief systems, what situations have you overcome or what situations did you see
1: yourself say, you know what, I need to overcome this doubt? Mathani, when I think about that question, the first thing that comes to my mind is divorce. In August, 2014, I went through a divorce and it was the most devastating time of my life. And during this period, I decided that I wasn't going to love again, girl. <laughs> I don't have children, so I wasn't going to have children. I was just going to focus on my career. And for six years, I did just that. I focused on my career. And In 2020, last year, in August of 2020, I went to a um, doctor's appointment. So it's our annual female doctor appointment. And during that appointment, my doctor felt on my abdomen and she said to Bina, I think you have one or two fibroids and I and I wasn't concerned because in the african-american female population it's a common thing that we battle with right and so I go to the ultrasound and my doctor says Davina I want to meet with you to go over the results now Muthani I'm a realist so when she said that I said oh this is not good and so I get into this meeting with her this virtual meeting and she says The size of a normal uterus is six to seven centimeters, but your uterus, Davina, is 17 centimeters. Matter of fact, you have one of your fibroids that sits on the top of your uterus is six centimeters by itself. And you have fibroids in the uterus, in the uterus wall, and they're also attached. But it was this part that really got me. She said, if you ever get pregnant, you will miscarry. And if you have surgery, you run the risk of your uterus being taken and you will never have children. That news was devastating. If there was ever a time for doubt to creep into my life, (laughs) doubt had came to establish roots. But there's one thing about me. I don't like being told what I cannot do. And so when I was told what I could not do in the natural and when that doubt started to form in the natural, I said, with well, everything that I have in my mind, everything that I see, I'm going to give birth to it. I'm going to give birth to every last one of my visions. So at that point is when I decided I'm not moving in doubt. I'm not moving in fear. I'm not hesitating. When man says no, God can still say yes. And I'm going to birth everything that I can within my will. And I'm going to get it done. And so that's one of the stories, or I guess a combination of two, um, of where I had to encounter adversity and encounter doubt, but move past it so I can still birth out my visions.
0: Wow, that is so powerful. You know, listening to that story, you realize that life has got so many curveballs, but irregardless of them, what are you going to do with them and how are you going to navigate through them? And for you, kudos to you that you told yourself, if man can say no, I know my God is a God of impossible and I'm just going to keep on moving forward. So a woman comes to you and she says, I'm really struggling
1: to actualize my vision. How do you help her? One of the things to actualize your vision, the first, I'm going to consider it a five-step process, okay? Your first step will be to begin with your beliefs. What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about your purpose and where you're going? And once you deal with your belief system, and we can move past all of the negative self-talk, then we can get into the place, the second step, which would be where you are going to initiate your purpose. You have to identify why were you born on this earth? Why were you put on here? Because there was there's a speaker, his name is um, Dr. Miles Monroe. And he said, all of our jobs is to die empty, is to rob the grave. But you can't rob the grave if you don't know your purpose because you can't fulfill it. And so you got to initiate your life's purpose. And then the third step is to realize your visions. Look deeply at what you see for your life. The things that you have said that I could not do before. Believe that you can get it done, but once you see the vision for your life, then you need to take the limits off of that vision, right? And how do you take the limits off of the vision? You take the limits off of the vision by executing, which is going to be your fourth step. And the fifth one is after you've done all that, we can get to a place where we're ready to birth out our visions, and when we're ready to birth out our visions, then we need to check on the health of those visions to make sure that we're having a healthy delivery, to ensure that we have accountability and that our visions, there's no stillbirths, there's no miscarriages and there is no abortions. But this time we will birth forth what we are called to do in our life in this lifetime. I like the
0: last point where you say we need to check the health of our visions because yes, we can do number one, two, three, four, we've executed, we're going for it. But along the way, we're not really checking to see if their vision is healthy, if it needs to go through some checkups and, you know, be resuscitated. So how does one check the health of their vision and what tools can they use to do so?
1: So in checking the health of your vision, the first thing I would say is you always have to have accountability, right? So when I say accountability, the first thing that people sometimes mess up is they think that someone else has to hold you accountable. No. Accountability equates to ownership. You have to own your choices. You have to own your decisions and you have to own your actions. So when you have accountability, you're first accountable to yourself. And then we're going to get an accountability partner. Why is that accountability partner important? Because sometimes when we don't speak our visions out to people, we can let them die. We can let them be dormant and you might be at the place that you are crowning and because you will not push, you're causing your vision to be in a dangerous spot. You might be causing your vision to die. So tell somebody your vision, tell somebody your dreams so they can check on you to make sure that you're producing what you said you were produced. And that person is going to balance what I call pressure with support. They're going to give you enough uh, pressures that they stay on you to say, get it done. This is what we're going to do. You are birthing, bring it forth. But they're also going to not give you too much pressure that it causes you to break. So that's why you got to balance it with support. So you got to be in a place to say, when stuff doesn't go right, it's okay. What is our next steps? Let's go back and re-strategize. So in that checking your health or your vision, you need accountability not only do you need accountability, but you need celebrations. Why is celebration so important? Because sometimes we think that we're not making progress, but a small win is still a win. Someone said yesterday that sloppy progress is still progress. And so you need to celebrate the progress that you made in that moment of time that you did something great or you did something small, Celebrate yourself so you can have the momentum to keep going. So I would say two of the things, at least two things to consider in checking the health of your vision is accountability, but also to ensure that you are celebrating so your self-care is intact.
0: Nice. Celebrate the small wins.
1: Mm -hmm. The
0: fact that we are navigating a pandemic, what is Davina celebrating
1: in her life currently? I have so much to celebrate. I am so grateful when you asked that question. Tears really can run down my face because I don't, you know, none of us deserve um, all the great things and all the good that happens, but we serve a merciful God who blesses. And so I can give you one right now. I'm sitting here talking to you You're over in Kenya and I'm over here in South Carolina of the United States. That's a celebration.
0: Yes,
1: it is. And it happened through a connection. I got an email from my business coach, Tony Harris Taylor, that said that you were looking for people to speak. And I reached out. You didn't have to respond. So Muthani, this is a celebration. I'm grateful. I'm thankful for this moment to share this space with you. Um, I have, uh, the audience is unable to see it, but you can see behind me the visions on my wall. Um, I'm blessed. I'm grateful that I have visions that, I put out there for this year and I'm starting to see them manifest themselves and so all that is a celebration us talking us breathing today it's all a celebration so there's so many moments that we can celebrate and sometimes we lose sight of it because we're comparing ourselves to other people we're looking at what other people are doing um but the fact that we woke up this morning we got life and we have breath and uh, we can move our fingers and our toes that's a reason to celebrate. So I'm just blessed.
0: Amen. Amen. It's true. Um, this conversation couldn't have happened without a connection. And I want to encourage the listeners that it's important that we connect people. It's, it's not um, fair to do life in a, in a bubble or to do life as if you're living alone in an island. Connect people. You do not know where it can lead you. And for me, it has led me to have this conversation with this beautiful woman. So, listener, connect each other, connect one another. It will take you to places that you cannot even imagine. So, with that said, someone has been thrown a curveball because of the pandemic. They have lost their jobs, their businesses aren't
1: growing. So, how would you help them to step into a new beginning? We know there, there's a book uh, that I co-authored with um, Corinne Pope, and it's called Embracing Genesis, a guide to move you from vision to reality. And when we say embracing Genesis, so we are talking about that new beginning Mutani, that you just mentioned. And how do you embrace your new beginning? How do you embrace your Genesis? It's getting in tune with self. You may have lost it all, but sometimes when we lose it all, it doesn't mean that um, there's nothing left over. So it's our job to, even in loss, to discover what is left over. Because whatever is left over, you still have the ability to multiply. You still have the ability to enlarge. You still have the ability to expand it. And so find, I will first say, what is left over. In the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of loss, in the midst of death, in the midst of grief, what is left over. And whatever you have left over, you have the ability to embrace a new genesis. You have the ability to embrace a new beginning. And once you discover what is left over, have a vision for what is left. I have this left over, but where can this take me? This is where I am. This is my current circumstance, but this is not my life's conclusion. And so where where are you currently at? But well, where are you trying to head? And when you discover where you're trying to head, now we got a point A and a point B, and it's our job to plan and to prioritize whatever is left over so that we can make it to point B. And so that's the simple answer that I would give if you're suffering loss in this pandemic and you're trying to embrace your genesis, your new beginning, look at what is left over. Make a plan, prioritize, have a vision, and make what's left over multiply. Make it enlarge, make it expand for yourself.
0: That is so powerful. What is left over? And it reminds me of Moses when God tells him, What's in your hand? You know, sometimes we dismiss what's already in our hands or what is, as you've said, been left over. And because of comparison, because of, you know, looking back, we disregard what we already have, not realizing that it's the seed as you mentioned earlier to the new beginning. I really like that. What is left over? And I think that's left over. Yeah. I think I'm going to hold on to that question for myself as well. You know, when life unfolds, I'll be like, nope, what is left over? So how would you want to be remembered?
1: We have this saying, we talk about, um, with seven habits of highly effective people, if you were 80 years old, what would your tribute statement be? What would you want it to be? When I close my eyes for the last time upon this earth, I will want to be remembered for the assignment that God called me to do. And that assignment is to help women with barren visions, visions that did not birth, visions that were unfruitful, visions that did not produce. I want to be remembered as that one who had the anointing to cause women with barren visions to birth, that vision midwife, the vision birthing coach. I want to be remembered as someone who had the ability to speak life into dead situations and cause them to live again. That's what I want to be remembered as and remembered by. That will be my legacy.
0: May God bless that legacy.
1: Where do Amen. you see yourself
0: in the next five to ten years?
1: Ooh, now that's a loaded question. <laughs> in the next five to ten years, um, so currently I am operating on the mountain of education. I am, for uh, those who do not know me, which will be many of you, I am a school administrator of a pre-k through eight school. I'm a vice r- principal and If you would have asked me five years ago, I would have told you that I saw myself um, as a principal of a school or in a district office, um, as a chief instructional officer, somewhere in the realm of education. But now, in this moment, as I embrace my genesis, my new beginning, in the next five to 10 years, I see myself um, full-time in entrepreneurship, not leaving education, but educating in a new way. Educating outside the four walls of the school system um, to help women around the world um, to birth their visions. And so that's where I see myself in five to five to 10 years, full-time entrepreneurship, uh, traveling the world, uh, international waters, um, having vision birthing conferences, and just watching women prosper um, and celebrating their success as they birthed out their visions. That's how I see myself in five to ten years.
0: Awesome. So, to the children that you see every day, and they come up to you and they say, "You know, I want to be X, Y, or Z." How do you encourage them to continue pursuing that throughout
1: their years, from childhood to adulthood? Oh, the same thing. I tell them anytime, baby, you can do anything that you want to do. All it takes is your vision and execution, that's it. There's no limitations um, that are set on us. The only limitations that any of us have is our minds. That's the only limits that we have. That's the only box that we live in. And when we can break through that box that we have placed ourselves in on our belief systems, and we just know it can happen, but not just know in in thought, but to know it and to execute, then we can make it happen. So I would tell any child, baby, whatever vision you have, I support you, make it happen. Write the vision, make it plain. And once you write the vision and you make it plain, other people can run with that vision, but you can execute that vision and you can make it come to life yourself.
0: Dear listener, I hope you have taken one or two points. For me, it's don't hold back, don't have limiting thoughts and what is left over. So Davina, in closing, is there anything else that's still on your heart that you want to tell someone out there?
1: I would just say, if you are struggling, With believing in yourself at this moment, at this time, at this second, let this be the last second that you don't believe in yourself. The world is waiting for you, and there is somebody that's connected to you, and they're waiting for you to say yes to your visions. They're waiting for you to to execute your visions because their very life is dependent on it. Their next step is waiting for you. And if you do not push, and if you do not deliver your visions, if you do not birth your visions, you're going to call somebody else not to deliver. And so I need you to move on everything that you see for your life, every thought, every plan. I need you to move on it so that the next woman, the next child, the next man, or whoever you are, your life's assignment is connected to so that they're able to birth because of your yes. That's what I would say that's left over in my heart that needs to be said.
0: Powerful. Say yes. Say yes. So that another person can birth their vision. So dear listeners, thank you for listening. And until next time, take care of yourselves.